Yes, you'll have that bit down moderated. Hi right, everybody, welcome back to, well not welcome back, welcome, you know, just an initial welcome. Welcome to this new show, Big Time Auto Racing, myself, Dylan Wilson, and Brandon Pierce here. We're, uh, we are not exclusively an audio podcast, we are going to upload our, our full length videos and clips and all that good stuff to YouTube, so if you are more of a video uh, podcast style guy, which I personally am, uh, go check that out on YouTube, because we're available there too, but if you are just looking for audio you are in the right place and we had a lot of stuff go on this past weekend we mean you both raced at southern national car store opener yeah it was uh really i guess uh especially for i know what you're accustomed to and myself as well it was a busy week oh yeah i mean like we were basically doing stuff from yeah really prepping all week but then uh really thursday on thursday we got to go do the media day which was really cool um NASCAR Hall of Fame, first of all, that's neat. So all the Tour and 12 guys and annual entries got to go up there, do interviews, do like video gifts and social media stuff, as well as get all professional, like really cool looking uh, headshots and stuff with our helmet on and off. So they're going to have some really good content this year. I'm, I'm excited to hear the interviews. I'm sure they'll start doing that. Hopefully about every race they'll, you know, release a couple because we did a lot of stuff. Like we talked about a lot. Like, yeah. They have a lot of content to, yeah, to work with. I know Keeley had said we'll have access to all that stuff. I think that's cool oh, as yeah. well because, I mean, like you said, yeah. they got a lot of stuff. Yeah, man. It was really it was really neat. So it was really, really well done and professional, but uh, it was the start to a pretty long week. I mean, that was a that was a long three days for myself, obviously, and you. But on Thursday, we went down there early because uh, we knew the rain was coming on Friday. So uh, maybe not to the d- degree it did, but we just noticed that the track was open that night. So we were like, yeah, I'm in. We'll go test and figure the track out. That way I can knock out the whole track acclimatization thing and not have to waste an actual, uh, you know, Hornet's Nest Cars Tour practice <laughs> on, you know, just learning what the track is. Right. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we raced Southern National, obviously. And new little thing that me and Brandon are going to do here is kind of rate the past weekend's track. And I thought that would be neat just because a lot, like I had never been to Southern National. I had no idea the facility, like what condition everything was in. I mean, I knew the uh, Diaz owned it, and right. I knew he does a lot of good stuff. So I figured it was in good shape. But, you know, it was pretty pretty legit, man, and uh, even the town and stuff. So we have a new little segment, um, and it's called Rate the Track, like I just said. And we're basically just going to rate the track in, in, what is it, five different categories – and at the end of the year, we're going to keep up with which track was our favorite and which track was the least favorite. Right. Um, I'm sure all these tracks will be pretty good. You know, if the car score is going there, chances are it's pretty good. So I'm not – it'll be a tough race for last. Right. You know, that's it's kind of – I'm going to probably feel bad whenever we pick which one it is, but there will be a good reason for it, I'm sure. So anyway, getting started, the, uh, we're going to rate them from zero to five. And uh, the first one – is configuration and condition in your opinion what did you how do you how do you like the configuration of 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 southern national and the banking and the whole track shape as well as the condi- the surface of the racetrack yeah so for me i'd say probably a four on that yeah. category um and the only reason i say that and it's it's nothing obviously that diaz has done or anybody's done like mm-hmm. i love the shape <clears throat> of the track i love the way the track uh races yeah um it's just <clears throat> due to various circumstances 
um, out of his control, really. But just the schedule they run, they don't race there a whole lot anymore. Oh yeah. Um, I know. I think this year is going to be the most they've ran there in a long yeah. time. They they were having that up a lot. Yeah. On the loudspeaker. Like I know they're going to run two Wednesday night shows. And, oh wow. And yeah, so that's wow. going to be something that's different. Neat. But um, so it's just it's losing grip, which I know you got to experience. Yeah. So, and fast. So yeah. Uh, but for me, you can like I said, I love. You've um, won there. You've won a car store race yep, there. So I'm a little biased, but like as far as how it all you know looks and like the the track's not coming up. You know, yeah. Like, oh, you yeah. got to worry about oh, that. Yeah. You can go yeah. out there and run a lap, it's and they got to the apron a and pit roads in good shape yeah. too. Um, so for me, it's a four. Yeah, it's pretty high score. Um, so I, I think most like I don't want to set my standards too high to start the year. So. Based basically just off of my performance, I'm going to give it a three, and that's and that's not because I'm giving it a three because the high banking, the you know, like at Hickory, when someone chops you off for several laps, it's time to move them. Right. right? I'm not an aggressive driver. I kind of spoke about that on the vlog. I'm pretty conservative. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But if I get chopped a few times, like that's when my indication that all right. I'm not going to wreck you, but that's that's it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm driving through you. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm going to move you. Probably getting in, which is about the only way you can do it there because hopefully they gather it up and wash up a lane. What I have figured out, and you didn't even see it on the broadcast when I was letting the leaders go, um, I hit the car ahead of me in the center of the corner because he kind of brake checked me. Uh, so, honestly, I wasn't even really trying to hit him. I think he just, like, tried to give it some, you know, center turn or whatever. And he... uh I hit him and it jacked him up, but like as soon as they're sideways, you can't really do anything. Yeah, you just gotta wait for them to catch it because what are you gonna do? Drive through their door, or yeah. are you gonna just try to go outside and lose two more spots? Like, so that's why I give it a three. Uh, and that's you know, and honestly, I think I'm gonna be very critical of this. I don't think there may not be a five all year for me. Right. Um. You know, obviously I'm biased. This is a bias. This is a podcast. Of yeah, course, we're gonna be biased, yeah. but um. Yeah, a three. I'm just trying to justify giving it a three because it was definitely one of the nicer facilities uh, altogether. I think the other than I heard the spotter sand was a pretty bad shape, but the stands looked good. Mm-hmm. They had great trackside parking. Like that was awesome. I love tracks with trackside parking. Like that's my favorite way to watch a race. Right. Mainly because I could get absolutely shit housed, <laughs> uh, and I get a lot more confident when I'm pulling for everybody. But yeah. the reason. Like, obviously, that's cool, but then they had a great pit road, and uh, just, you know, you didn't have to worry about your stuff being too unlevel or getting too stuck on, on jack, uh, or, you know, your jack getting stuck when you're trying to jack it up and l- losing a door. Shout yeah. out, Donnie. <laughs> uh, happened to him at Tri-County one time. But, yeah, so that stuff was great. So, I hate it to give it a three. I would give it a four, but I'm just trying to give myself room for later. Oh, later. yeah. Like I said, I mean, mine, mine uh, I probably could come back on it, but I think mine probably... Mine's probably in that decimal range of three point something, but because I'm yeah. one there, it probably gives it the four. Yeah, okay. So. And I think decimals are in play in this in this deal, even though it'll make the math at the end a little harder. Uh, I think decimals are in play because there's a huge difference. If that's the case, I might have to add a point five. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm doing that. Yeah. New rule right here, live right here, live. I'm three point five now. There we go. Three point five because of that. So. Well, then I'll back I'll back up and I'm gonna go a three point eight. Okay, three point eight. That works. So. That works. Uh, the the, the uh, surface was cool. I loved how bad it wore out tires. My tires were about as bad as my Lodge tires at the end. Like really? on trickles were. Yeah, I, I mean, I drove the hell out of it at the end, like a, you know, like an idiot at Wilkesboro. So they were really done there. But then this one, 
I didn't really feel like I ever pushed it too hard. You know, I didn't feel like I could. Never yeah. could gain enough traction off. And I was pretty surprised at how worn out they were. Like, yeah. They felt bad, but every car feels bad at the end of 50 laps right. in a damn car sort race. So, yeah. Uh, so, what do we got next here on our list? We've got phone signal. Oh, yeah. And Ooh, I know this, this is, is going to be, one. especially for you and uh, how good you are with the whole content thing, I know this was going to yeah. be a pretty interesting category. Yeah, this so for me, you know, it's just the hand you're dealt, right? It's uh, you know, they're in a they're in a hay field, or they're literally in a big field surrounded by pine trees. Like it is, uh, it's out in the middle of nowhere, uh, close to other places, and we'll get into that. But phone signal wise, man, they're just in a real rural rural area, and it is uh, it's gonna be a one for me, and I'm not giving them a zero because T-Mobile, who Cameron Hedgecock says he has because of this reason he says t-mobile is better at racetracks so that's what i have is, oh yeah well, sprint God. now t-mobile but yeah God dang i didn't yeah. know that so i could get some this this weekend i'm gonna some uh-huh. uh but like cameron said you know i i have noticed that um yeah at&t was good too this weekend seth had at&t and he was like live so what are you verizon Facebook. i'm verizon and verizon okay. sucks and in me anyway shit the bed questions so uh, the configurator, or sorry, damn it. So the phone signal thing, I gave it a one. You said T-Mobile wasn't great there. AT&T, I heard, was decent there. Yeah, so. I would give it a one still on, on even my okay. end just because. Uh, yeah, we, I, ha- we hate to add this because every racetrack pretty much sucks, right? Yeah. But if we go to one and signal's supreme the whole time, I'm going to be like, fucking A, right? This is legit. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes a difference for someone like me that you know totally relies. Off Absolutely, of, off if, of from what I that. recall, signal it. Well, we'll save that. But there's going to be some that we go to where I can tell it's yeah. much better. That's for sure. Right. So uh, up next, we got concessions. Yeah. So did you eat anything? I did not, but my wife did, and she said it was good. So uh, they had a cool little uh, like again, it wasn't really a food truck. It was a oh, it's trailer. trailer. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it. I just never went to it. Yeah, so... I'm not a real appetite guy. I don't have a big appetite on race day. I, I'm pretty much the same way, unless there's, like, a big schedule gap, and obviously with this being a day race, you know, yeah. that, that kind of added... I did eat know, more than I thought I would, and I was glad, because I haven't had really good appetite since I've been sick. Right. Um, like, I've had a cold for a good two weeks. seems literally still here at me. Right. I've had it for over two weeks now, so... Yeah, that, uh... I didn't get to eat either, so I don't. I can't really give it an accurate rating, <clears throat> but I can rate it based off of the facilities that seemed available. And I loved the placement, how it was in the dead center of the infield. It was easy to get to. I heard from a few people that it was good, and they made a breakfast available, which was huge. Yeah. Uh, so for that, I'm going to give it a three. Yep. That's what I had put because, like I said, I was I was judging it off of what my wife ate, and and I yeah. seen it, and I mean it. And it also, this good. is a, also a tough scale. Like this is a this is one where somebody's going to shock the world. Oh yeah, you know, and then some places are going to suck. Yeah, like so that's it's a big deal. And this is from a driver's perspective too. So we're not really we don't know how the fan experience on concessions were, right. and we'll factor that in in the future. But this past week, I have no idea. I didn't yeah. see any. I did not go to the front of the racetrack at all. And if I remember right, I can't speak to this past weekend, but I know at prior races that Diaz has food trucks out there in that concourse. So that's yeah. cool. He seems like he really caters to the camping too. Yeah, so that's cool. And it was very easy to park as a crew or driver. So that was nice too. Uh, they have a they have a great facility there, man. So that's I still I still kind of feel bad for a three five, but you know. In the end of the day, three five on the configuration, one for both of us on the phone signal and concessions. We both did three two. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, 
that's that's a good score so far. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's going pretty good for it. We need to remind everybody, you know, we're not doing zero to ten. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Going to five here. Yeah. Uh, Facilities and bathrooms. This is going to be a big one. This is a tough one here. Okay. So, this is going to be the probably the most important one throughout the season. This could make or break a race. You know, I know there's going to be some fives out there. You you informed me that there are some fives. There is. fives. There is. Uh, and I know for a fact there's some uh, zeros out there. Okay. There's definitely some zeros. Uh, Hickory, I've got my scope on Hickory to shoot a zero right at them. But that the decimal day, might help. The other day, they announced that the money from the governor... We're not repaving this shit. We're paving the infield, and we're upgrading the shitters. Yep. He even went in the bathroom and took a picture with him. <laughs> he did. It was awesome. I, I've, I'll attach that pretty picture on screen right now. Um, that was that was a funny, that was a pretty funny little article. But he is. He's upgrading the bathroom. Yeah. So that might improve the store for now. But yeah. as of now, it is a zero. zero. But uh, Southern National, man, wasn't bad at all. I noticed they have a driver's lounge. I didn't go in there. Yeah, so I that I'm glad you brought that up because that was going to factor in. What are they doing there? Play poker and shit. <laughs> so I have used it. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't use it this past weekend, but I have used it at prior races. So it's uh like a locker room. Deal? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much just like an open area. It's got some chairs in there and okay. some things for you to hang change, your stuff. Change yeah, your shit. Change. That's if you need nice. To. That's real nice. Um, the bathroom wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't overly nasty. Uh, it didn't seem like it had a great shitter option. So for me, a great shitter option is an, essentially an enclosed room. Right. Okay, that's that is a supreme shitter at a racetrack. <laughs> Anywhere, any yeah. restaurant you go to, if you have your own door, like a real door to go into the shitter, that's a damn great place. There's yeah. one of those uh, bootleggers that we go to that right. has that. So that's a big deal for me. Uh, but at a racetrack, obviously that's that's a five at a racetrack. But this racetrack did not have that. But it was by no means as bad as Hickory. So for for uh, and. This includes the other facilities, too. So, you know, we have to also think of just, like, the general structure of how it's all laid out and stuff, too. Yeah. Uh, and the tech sheds, you know, like, how great are they? Like, yeah. I thought it was fi- all it needed to be. Yeah, like, I thought the tech shed's good. Uh, the way it flows is good. Tire yeah. um, barn was encased, like, with big old cinder blocks, essentially. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so I, I'm going to give it a three again. Yeah. Uh, just because... You know, it's, it's pretty good. I, I definitely can see it getting better, but, like, it's not deteriorating by no yeah. means. So I'm going to go 3.2. Yeah. Uh, and, like, because I think, too, what's big is, like, I've been to racetracks where there isn't a bathroom. You're using the yeah. old, old porta pacer. I need to go 3.5. So. 3.5's fair. Um, they do have a pretty big concession stand down there. I didn't look Saturday to see if yeah. that was open or if it was just the it food It looked trailer. like it was. So, yeah, I mean, they had multiple food options in the infield. Yeah. Um, like you said, tech shed's good. Um, mm-hmm. Scoreboard works. Yeah, scoreboard's nice. You can see I it. would guess, I, would, I mean, we count it's that kinda, as facility. It's kind of hard for the haulers and shit to see them. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the parking was good. The ways to get in and out and stuff and, and the way they handled parking on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday was all real nice, I thought. So, got in and out of there quick. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. It was one of the quicker ones. I like pit pay. Pit pay is cool. Pit pay new to the car store. It is a basically a virtual. Uh, this is not an ad. Sounds like I just started an ad, but it's a virtual hard card or virtual pit pass, which is nice. So instead of waiting in line and signing your life away three or four times, you just go right up there. They scan it. You get your armband. You keep digging. So that's really nice. I'm glad they implemented that. I was a little skeptical at first, just because you know embrace tradition and reject modernity. Modernity. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it really 
I mean, it had to help times in line. Oh, I can tell you 100% it did for sure. And it's, you know, it's cool. It's easy. So you can just buy, you can buy your guys' stuff all right there. It's really easy for me because this was something new for me this year. Like I'm handling the hotels and the, and the, and the, all the pit passes and stuff. And, you know, usually that's kind of left to, to dad or, I mean, it, it has been me in the past, but I haven't been traveling in the past. So yeah. like, I just knew what was happening. Yeah. And I was comfortable at Hickory. So for me, this is a whole new thing. And it definitely made things easier versus when I have traveled in the past for the cars tour. So I, I, I'm a big fan of pit pay, and hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully that continues to be a good relationship between them and the car store because that's yeah. a cool, little easy thing. It was cool because, like you said, I mean, that was my first time uh, using it as well. Yeah. So I'm, a, yeah, I'm. I've heard it. about it. Yeah. Uh, I think they could do some more advertising. It'd take over the most of the country in yeah. that racetrack. I'll tell sure. you who needs it. We won't focus in on it too much, but I've seen multiple people on social media this week talking about it martinsville speedway for the late model race needs it bad. oh yeah i'm sure i mean I'm sure. really bad but that's a whole another story yeah so uh the last category we have to rate here is the surrounding area and nightlife so and food and all that restaurants just so in other words just like as long as like you know the highest rating all year is well hell i don't know that's kind of a tough that's i don't know that but you know as long as it's like 20 minutes away from a decent sized city it's going to have a pretty high rating and uh, we didn't really get to go out and check out all the local restaurants this time, but we did go buffalo hunting, and yeah. we found ourselves a bottle of buffalo trace or two or yeah. three, and uh, and bought those. So that was nice. Yeah. Uh, so that adds to my score. Uh, but the I liked uh, I liked uh, Smithfield area. It seemed like Wilson had a lot of stuff too. The other way up the road. Mm. So uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. So I'm gonna give it a four. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we'll touch some more on the on the buffalo. And you're also stuff, not far from Raleigh. True. Yeah. We'll touch on the buffalo s- some some more a little later in the show. But uh, yeah, I mean, you got the. I'm probably going to botch this, but it was. I know it's either Carolina Premium Outlets or Carolina Premier Outlets. I'm not sure which. Yeah, one of on that two. part, but that was cool. Yep. Obviously, it was big with the wives. I know you were able oh, yeah. to snag you a, a few things. Yeah, as got well. me some pants. Uh, we stayed right there, uh, yeah. and so like I know when it rained Friday. Me, Dad, and Shelby cut out and went and ate at the old Outback for lunch. Yep. And then uh, had some Italian food with you guys uh, yeah, at the uh, hotel that night. That was so, good food, too. Yeah, so for me, food. I'm would. i going to – I know that we're probably rating – but it's right out of the gate, and I think it's good to, like, not have a terrible experience right out of the gate. Oh, so, yeah. you know, mine, mine's going to be a four as well because, yeah. like I said, everything I had or did or experienced uh, yeah. in the surrounding so our area. our experiences were pretty – we didn't go over this together beforehand, guys. This is pretty raw, so – yeah, uh, we had pretty close scores on about everything. Yeah. Um, what what is our? Uh, we need to figure out our average. So while yeah. you're working that on your yeah. phone, I'm gonna work that. I will. Uh, I will begin talking about how my race went, and that is, uh, you know, it was okay. It was like a, I could have done a lot of things different, and I didn't adapt as quickly as I hoped I would to that style of racetrack. I mean, it was just difficult for me to give good feedback. I would go back on what I said a lot of times and, you know, just couldn't really figure out what the car needed. Um, or, you know, the driver is obviously <laughs> inexperienced too. So I just had to had a lot of learning to do in a short amount of time. We didn't get practice Friday, which would have probably solved a lot of issues for us or at least created more for other people, you know, and we could have benefited from that. But at the end of the day, we just didn't execute. I mean, I hit the apron and qualifying and uh on my fast line i got through one and two decent like you know watching the race trace deal i was okay i was within like half a car length and then as soon as i hit the apron and uh in in the basically 
at the beginning of four, middle middle three and four, I uh, just barely clipped it, and it just you know I lost all the momentum to that to pick up the you know lift off the throttle and, and qualifying at Southern National you got to be on the throttle so um, started way in the back about 29th wouldn't even have made the show hell if I well I guess I would have but I so that was pretty disappointing I was pretty pissed off but uh, tried to shake it off and just you know go keep the car clean because I knew that would be difficult and managed to do that managed to you know get familiar with some of the guys you know new guys that you're racing with and stuff so that was neat and you know learning who i owe a couple to or whatever like that's always good at the start of the year i feel like i gave a lot of people breaks i gave you a break at one point yeah i just told you go i'm fucking slow go yeah i at one point we there was a part of the race which i guess after it was after you pitted and stuff and he'll explain everything but uh Brandon had got to my it got he was the next car back like I was falling back and he was climbing so we met pretty quick and uh I think I had just passed somebody and did you follow me through with someone I did the lap before okay and then that's what with was. that sun getting into one I thought we might be a highlight reel in <laughs> a negative aspect because <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like you wanted to give it to me, like me and you've talked about, but you were like definitely in between. And yeah. so I was like, this might get big if he gets jammed up because we were all tight. I mean, it was it like was, there was a group of like four yeah. or five of us. It was so. a deal where what happened was in my head, I was kind of give. I've already conceded it. I was like giving it to him. And dad said, uh, Brandon's next one back. You want to let him go? He's on a mission. And I, I, started to and he said well i don't think he wants it and then then you've seen me move so you started coming and i was like whoa, whoa. <laughs> like it was just like a quick like i don't know if we touched i it i don't I mean, think I we didn't fucking I, see anyway i, I didn't find any uh neon on my car yeah uh but i know that if we didn't we missed a damn good it was close. yeah it was close i mean it i'm pretty sure with the banking my right front was definitely under your left for a yeah. quarter it would have told you it would have totally been my fault because i was uh, about a car length too high at that point anyway and that was the reason i was up there was to kind of let him go uh it, you know looking back on it i probably should have just let him go off the corner and then try to dive back in under him because that ended up costing me a two, couple more spots yeah uh but yeah you need to touch on that as far as what happened after i got by you. yeah yeah I, uh but so after that yeah i uh kale drove underneath my rear end at one point i don't know if he i mean it was i mean the guy in front of me was lifting really early and i was trying not to run him over and kill i mean he absolutely knocked the hell out of me so i guess he just didn't i i i even seen really I didn't even watch that part on GoPro yet, but he was damn. It was a, it was as nervous as I've been entering the corner at damn Southern National. I can promise you that. I wouldn't. I didn't have time to get mad. I'm like, holy shit! Like I was like, damn, who was that? And he didn't even pass me because he was like, oh fuck. Like, you can tell he like he did not race me hard after that. Like yeah. as soon as that happened, he had a couple of more opportunities, and he has probably no idea who I am. But he, uh, you know, it was just it was it was it was a uh, it was the first moment I've had with someone under my rear end. By rear end, I mean like he was he was underneath me, like pretty good. Like he was to the fuel uh, cell. So. I, yeah, I was gonna say you just <laughs> finally your exact words to me was he drove it to the fuel cell. Yeah, he did. He he got way. He hit me really hard. Like I I was kind of surprised I didn't buckle his hood. Like he hit me good, and I was you know I was trying not to wreck the guy ahead of me. So I guess he just man. He, I mean I almost did it several times. The closing rate there is crazy. So but yeah, that was kind of the first. That was the first time I had to actually save the car this this so far this year. So uh, that was that was an experience. I lost so that set me back a few more spots. 
So I, I think when Brandon passed me, you probably passed me for like 19th or 20th or something. Yeah, it was somewhere around there. We, yeah. I, a couple of cars wrecked, and then I got around a few cars, and then, you know, a few cars pitted. I mean, it's not like I passed them all. I did by no means drive up 10 spots, but passed a few of them anyway. And then uh, by the time, so then I fell back to like 23rd again, and then I fought, then I got back up, passed a couple of them for 20th, and that's when we started getting lapped. And, uh, I just I let the lap cars go because I'm not that guy and <clears throat> and I was racing pretty hard at the time but when he got to me and I think you know you probably seen the vlog where Deke was right on my ass and Dad let me know he's like leader's right on your ass let him go so I I just let him I, by that point I was just surviving I didn't really care to finish either 23rd or 22nd like it I didn't want to I mean I was 21st but when I lost two spots by conceding to the lap cars at that point I was just surviving so right. So I'd like to a point where I'm like, oh god, I hope the caution don't come out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like dear God, I don't want to restart in 23rd at the end of this damn race because yeah. the whole field's about to wreck. Uh, but so yeah, it didn't go great, you know. But I was uh, I was glad to keep it in one piece, and I got to learn the car a little bit, and you know, try a new track and all that. And I did not. My son, the sun was so bad, in my eyes. I didn't use a damn tape or a dark visor, and then I. So it was just dark, or I couldn't see anything. So it was a it was a it was a mental challenge for sure. Like not being very good <clears> and knowing that, uh, and then trying to you know work around you know some of the, some of the best out there. You know, like some hot dogs pitted at one point, and, and I had to race with them for a while. So. Yeah. And I you know I just should have saved more at the beginning. I should have just uh, I should have I should have just conceded my feelings and been like oh, whatever. I don't care to ride last for the. I wanted to just move up, you know. Right. I wanted to be like, we're not a 29th place car. Yeah, like, absolutely. I wanted to go, and uh, <clears throat> I tried, burnt my tires off, and so it just, I just, it was just poor execution on my part. So I, uh, like I said, I explained some of it in the vlog, but y'all are always going to hear more here about exactly what all happened. So I mean, I'm a pretty honest guy. I mean, that's just yeah, that's what happened. Uh, we're not, you know, it had there been a more experienced driver in a car, it probably would have finished better. Like I'm not here to say that that wouldn't happen, but you know, learning as I go. So maybe. Yeah, man. It also could have probably been torn the hell up. I feel like I, I did well, a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, turn it up. From what you told me, your save was pretty big. Save was big, and you know, just getting chopped, and you know, for whatever reason, you know, racing people racing like that for twentieth, twenty second. Like I get racing hard and all that shit, like everybody likes to say. But you know, if I'm, I, I probably backed off a couple of times that I shouldn't have, and I did that in order to save the car. So right. Uh, wanted to go out there and finish on the lead lap. That was my goal. Uh, so I didn't accomplish my goal. But the final, the always the penultimate or whatever, you know, the the last goal I'm going to have is always going to be keep the car in one piece. That way yeah. we can take it in next week. So. Yeah, it's always easier to work on them than fix them. Yeah, so that's kind of how my race went. We ended up 23rd, started 29th, so plus six on positions gained. But it wasn't from a, wasn't really from some superhero driving by me. It's just kind of a... a you know, we, we, we benefited from a few people's misfortunes. So, <laughs> yes, uh, we did pass a couple. Reason. So, I have some takeaways from it, but I'm really looking forward to Florence uh, because that's more a lot more about style. Flatter, uh, worn out. You're able to you're able to pass people pretty routinely there. I mean, it's you got to work, but it's... Uh, you can move around. Yeah, you can move a little bit. And so, that, that you, you can last on the top for a lap or two, uh, unlike Southern National, it seemed like for me. So... I uh, got a lot of good takeaways, but you know, not not the result I wanted. But you had a little bit better day, decent qualifying lap. I seen your lap, my last. Hell, that's not bad at all. Yeah. yeah. So uh, 
Yeah, I mean, ours about like yours definitely was a whirlwind of a day because, I mean, as you just touched on it, uh, practice that morning did not go anything like we thought it was going to. Uh, we kind of were scratching our heads, and we really kind of threw the sink at it of what we felt like we could go with that would give me the feel I wanted, and it picked up three tenths. So we definitely made the right decision there as far as qualifying. Um, you know, I, that's been a little bit of our struggle last year. So to start off the year this year and be inside the top 15, first race, 32-car field, I mean, we, were, yeah. we weren't satisfied. We were pleased with it for sure. Yeah. And uh, that's where everything went south pretty fast. Um, I had decided kind of like your um, – idea i was going to try to climb early a little bit uh i felt like because i mean there was a lot of good cars right there with me you know uh guys that finished in the top five really um Mm -hmm. and i knew pretty quick we were in trouble because i was trying to go forward and we were going backwards yeah Uh, we were just way too free on entry and and free off so i knew pretty quick uh i fought for a little bit and then we got around it, it honestly was like a train and you were part of that train there was a, a band of about eight cars that came i got shuffled up to the top and i was like man the best thing to do right here is going to be drop anchor and wait for a caution so um we pitted every opportunity we got and kept making the car better at one point we were literally 29th because they had that wreck like mm-hmm. you were talking about there was one car behind us and then uh, we fired back off, and we ran dead last. And then the leader started coming, so I yeah. got around Hefner. <clears throat> right. Uh, and had to had to use a little bit there because, I mean, we were having to run. I mean, they wanted to lap us. Uh, I mean, that's for sure. They picked the pace up quite a oh, bit. Yeah. So, um, like you said, we, we finally made it better, and uh, I made a charge there at the end. And then, like you, I had a moment, but I mine was self-inflicted. Yeah. I decided to overdrive her probably two car lengths too deep into turn three and absolutely about it'll happen you know it's an easy track to want to do that at for sure i know grady he was joking with me after the race was over i mean it it spooked him for sure i mean i looked out the window net because i got that sideways and he was like squaring me up i'm like this, <laughs> this is gonna hurt yeah so uh definitely not not the day we wanted um but like you said um you know we did get to load up in one piece oh, yeah. uh, which is always a positive <clears throat> and we got back to where we started. Yep. So um, didn't finish too bad at all. Yeah. Fourteenth. So plus plus zero on the gain for me, but we did get a top well, fifteen. Yeah. And, but and uh, definitely, like you said, uh, I'm definitely I'm disappointed because I like we've touched on a couple times. I mean, I've won at Southern National, uh, yeah. but that place changes so much. Uh, so definitely looking forward to getting to Florence and and happy that it's yeah. next up on Which the, is one of your better tracks. For yeah, sure. happy that it's next up on the schedule for sure. So. Late a turd early in the race, but we uh, persevered and came back and salvaged yeah. something decent. Came back, and, you know, you, you you might not have had anything on the gain, but you yeah. actually, you know, passed as many cars as anybody. So, um, so that's that's always good. And like you said, cars in one piece. So that's that's our goals these first few weeks. I yeah, think, for both of us. So, uh, well, for me, for sure. Uh, it's just, you know, kind of keeping all the fenders on it as good as I can. Uh, one other cool thing about Saturday was the driver's meeting. Jeff Burton came. So, yeah. new ownership uh, there in full force. He was very adamant. He was, yeah. You know, the, yeah. the way he, uh, I guess it wasn't really a speech, but his talk. I mean, I've, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. No, I did, know. too. It seemed genuine. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's cool to see someone be excited about late model racing. Yeah. You know, and he, you can tell he's a very, very excited individual about it. And uh, not only the financial opportunity that this – probably presents right because of the future of the car store but but the ability to be involved so closely like that and uh 
I'm sure he'll have his hand in multiple decisions going forward. And I, I feel not that I never felt good about it, but I feel a whole lot better about it now after seeing him at the, at the track and talking to us in the driver's meeting and, and talking to us like drivers, not, you know, talking to us like racers that are there to race those cars. Like right. it, I, I was worried it would be like a, my only concern through this whole deal was like, man, I hope this thing don't turn into a ladder. Like yeah, just a part of the ladder for your feeder series or whatever. <clears throat> and uh, I kind of addressed that a few times, like at the media day thing. Yeah. Like, Man, this is you and me both. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how y'all like, like you just get the, I get to ask that question a lot by people that don't know a lot about the car store. Right. Like, man, when are you going to, uh, when are you going to the truck series? You know, like when, when do you think you're going to make the, or it's, they're acting as if it's always what's next. Yeah. They're and acting as if I, didn't make it to where I wanted it to go. Yeah. Like, I know I know that's one thing that you and I share. And, uh, I mean, I feel like I can be confident saying that this is it for us. Oh, we, yeah. We have made it. You right. Know, we're, yeah. We are. This is how yeah, I mean. Want. And now, don't get me wrong. Obviously, growing up, my whole my dream my whole life was racing Cup Series. Absolutely. It has been all the way till I was probably 21. I, I was still thinking, like, there's probably a path there somewhere. Yeah. But then you get a little older and realize that it just ain't going to work out for you. So, you know, you end up falling in the lap of a series like this that, you know, for, you know, frankly, when we first started, like it wasn't that established yet. It wouldn't looked at as much more than a, than the UARA or something like that. Just right. the new UARA is kind of what it was <laughs> at the start, right? A, right. A, a dying pro club series that they right. had. And all of a sudden now it's like, you know, we're talking like, you know, truck series, car store. Like it ain't like next best thing since sliced bread. I know. I mean, like, so it's just such a, it's it's a such a big deal and you know just kind of going you know circling back around like that's you know it's cool to see you know people like jeff burton and stuff being at driver's meetings for us and not treating us like we're a guy just trying to climb the ladder like y'all come compete out here for us and you'll make your way up he never said that he was like man you guys are some of the best race car drivers in the world you put on the best show in the world and we want to do that today yeah well and i i can't speak for you but like i know and he it's not like he came over and had a a long drawn out conversation but like i can't remember if it was friday or saturday but whatever it was i mean i i watched him go up and down pit road and i know he came over and just you know hey yeah. guys thanks for being here yeah absolutely you know how you doing whatever and on yeah and like you said I, I think what's cool though is it's cool to see them you know obviously they've purchased it but it's cool to see them have a presence you oh, can yeah. purchase something and sit back oh, on yeah, the sideline for sure and, you know but he was there not only was he there he was there both days and we all know it didn't do anything friday except right. rain so yeah. uh thought that was really cool and and cool to see him and uh you know now obviously uh it rained in pollened yeah everywhere. i tested on tuesday man and my car looked like a pollen i mean you'd off. sit there and wipe it off on race day and like you know anything black on your car any black decal which this year i have a lot would just have a, a haze of, of yeah. pollen over was, top of it and my ass has been getting kicked for like two weeks on, on, on a cold yeah slash pollen slash whatever and golly it didn't help me any when i got down there i was like holy cow i mean you told me but i was like this is pretty crazy yeah same thing with the bacon you told me for weeks like man the bacon's don't surprise you <laughs> first text from Dylan, man god dang bacon's crazy <laughs> yeah and uh yeah so it ended up being a pretty day on saturday and it was we, i made it home by ten thirty. you probably got there about nine didn't you yeah i think that's right give yeah, or take you got you some barbecue a glass of bourbon i did i did yeah i did had me a glass of bourbon when i got home too so um, it was a good weekend. We didn't get and in, in super intoxicated anywhere, so 
That was good. Yeah, I think, you know, you hit on it in your vlog. I thought we did a good job yeah. of what you talked about. There was a lot of air and opportunity. There was a lot of opportunity, but I we think saved tires pretty I'm well. I'm pretty good the night before the race, 99% of the time. Anytime that I've known I've raced the next day, I did not get hammered the night before. Yeah. However, there has been times where I didn't know I was racing and ended up hammered. Uh, the only outlier is Wilkesboro. Yeah, that's fair. You know, I'll yeah, probably I mean, do that again this year, allegedly. Uh, so other than that, uh, that's that's uh, that's pretty much how our weekends went. But uh, there was a lot of interesting stuff in in the late model, well, in the short track racing world. Uh, first of those, someone close to the show, Landon Huffman, he uh, he was involved in a big controversy, and I'm sure everybody listening to this show probably is already well aware of it. But if you happen to not be, I'll I'll dumb it down. Basically, Landon wrecked on lap one at no fault of his own. He just he ended up. Well, he's avoiding a wreck, ran into the fence, and uh, killed his rear end. Well, no, it broke his track bar and broke his uh, broke something in the right front. I know it been a ball joint, but you know, obviously, it's tore up. You yeah. break a you break a track bar in a race in a forty lap race. Chances are, you're not gonna finish it right yeah. on lap one, even. And it went green after that, so no chance. But they were thrashing on it to get it ready for race two. Hickory races twins. Um, they got it all ready to go. Doug Barnes was involved too, and he didn't finish that race. And uh, they both. Got their stuff ready for the second race. Got it. Got in the car. Got lined up, and the uh, spotter went. And spotter official evidently was radioed by the tower to go tell the spotter of the eighty-eight and the seventy-five. And I guess somebody else was involved in that too. Uh, I don't know. But if there must they, have been a different circumstance. Yeah, well, they that. so Cade was in the wreck. It was Cade and Doug yeah. that wrecked. And somebody I don't else know didn't Cade finish was, though, or something. Yeah, something. I don't. Like that. I don't. I don't know who it was, but somebody else did. But anyways. They went and told them they could not race the second race, and uh, and Landon and Doug raised hell, and they've been raising hell over it for the last three or four days, or you know ever since the damn ever since the the deal, and since then they have Hickory made a public statement that uh, they stand by their decision, and that is not their fault that they didn't complete the race, and that uh, they would not be eligible to race in the future. The right. issue was. It was not in the rule book. It was not spoken about in the driver's meeting. So that's where the controversy came from, right? Like, obviously, I think it's sort of an unwritten rule. Like, I guess I would, if I was racing against them and I seen them wrecked and I knew, you know, Doug Barnes is going to be fast the second race, even though, because he, you know, he has spare parts. So he probably got dialed back in. And there's only 14, 15 cars. Good chance he's going to climb up through the field, probably win the damn second race with sticker tires. Yeah. Because he had one lap on them. Right. Uh, Landon's case was probably a little different because I think Landon got a little more damage, but nonetheless, it was it's not a written rule, which is what's crazy, right? Um, and I don't know. I guess because it is a track by track basis on if they have uh, if they have enough, you know, if they're running twin races or not, or if you know if it's national points eligible, it might screw with some of the rules. If you write something down, like if you're ineligible for a second race, it may you know who knows what it changes. Right. I'm just basically just laying a line out for the track because you know obviously Hickory, I'm 
you know, I, I love the Speedway, and I've, I've got along great with Kevin Pearson my whole life, and I think he makes a lot of great decisions. Yeah, I haven't had any any. And this one, I don't, like, I understand. Like, I don't know if I've ever heard it in a driver's meeting, but I've never been there on a night where they race twins. Okay? Right. I've never ran twin race. Well, I did way back then. I, I may have heard it then, but I don't I know. ran a, a weekly show back during COVID because yeah. there wasn't many places to race. And so, speaking of about great things he's done, I mean, Kevin Pearson gave everybody a place to race yeah. during then. I mean, Hickory was racing every week. And getting, right. I mean, I would say probably some of their best car count. Yeah. I mean, because like I said, I, I mean, obviously you've ran and been around, you know, you live near here. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Um, but. About 20 I, minutes away. Yeah. I think like you said, I think really the biggest controversy of the whole thing is sitting there trying to ride on the coattails of that it may or may not. Mm-hmm. Be previously mentioned in a driver's meeting. Yeah, that, 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 I don't see how that has any. Um. You know, well, you can't rely on because that, really. let's say that me or you haul down there. I mean, obviously, it may be a little different for you. I mean, I, well, I guess let's give you the platform. Have you ever have you ever been told that when you've ran a race at Hickory? Have you ever been told that you personally? Um, even if you were under the understanding that it was a thing, but have no, you ever? Yeah, not personally. I don't so, think so I know that I haven't. But I haven't ran really enough to right to know i just think it's tough like let's let's go on the basis so like obviously doug's traveling down you know he ran there a couple times last year and my understanding was i don't know what his plans are here moving forward but it was going to run a lot obviously landon runs over there every week oh yeah Yeah. or every time they race yeah past champion right um i just think it's tough to to go on that assumption i do too and i i agree with pretty much landon's argument uh obviously he blows it out of the water compared to what i like that's just who he is. Like he, right. he loves that kind of shit, and it's great for social media too. Like he, you know, he, like, and but it is a uh, there's well, there's no but. I mean, it's he's right. Yeah, and it sucks. And I think that there's going to be some serious resolve over it. And I think his new vlog is covering that. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I think eventually the track will admit that it was a mistake and it should have been a written down rule and they should have provided them the opportunity to put scuffs on yeah. or go run 20 laps or whatever. They, yeah. should, they should have been provided an opportunity to compete in the second race just for the sheer fact of that's that's racing. Like you can't, if they wreck on the first lap, that sucks, but you can't just say, nah, y'all are screwed for the second race. I mean, Doug's running for national points. We, and right, stuff, and so. I think something else too that here that could be interesting to, to say, I guess maybe as a, I'm all on board with you about the scuffs. I think that right there would have been the yeah, easiest, right. simplest yeah. thing. You had two hours. Put them on okay? limited scuffs or yeah. something. But there, and I, I know I've experienced this, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if you have, but there's a difference between like just missing it on the setup and pulling in. Oh, yeah. And then there's fresh tires. Yeah. And knocking the fence down. Right. Or getting significant damage yeah. and thrashing. You yeah, know. I think there should be a, a inspection process on the damage that is caused. And if it is declared, you know, a approved uh, reason for you to not finish that race and still be able to run the second race, Absolutely. being you have to spend five minutes and complete... That would probably be like fifteen laps, you could or whatever it is. Yeah, you know, if absolutely. You needed to get to quota, and they, and you know, if you had to run sixteen or seventeens or sl- faster, yeah. something like that. I mean, obviously, it's a lot, but if you want that to be a rule, you're gonna have to have all the one point dot a b's and all you know all the other scenarios that happen. So absolutely. I just feel like there should be, you know, and it's a wake up call. It just happens. He screwed up. I'm sure he was under a lot of pressure at the time, and you know, it's the race director's initial call, and I'm sure Kevin was brought in. And uh, so there's there's going to be a lot of uh, there's going to be a lot of hate towards them over it because of this, and that's why I'm I'm a little 
yeah, it's a little bittersweet. I, not bittersweet, but just like I, I have, I understand the the reason that people are mad, but like there people, some people take it too far. Oh yeah, I mean, he's I, gonna, there's gonna be mistakes made, and if he if there was, he'll eventually tell y'all it was a mistake, and he's sorry about it, and he's sorry you didn't get to watch the driver race, and <clears> blah blah blah. So I just I feel like you know, I think there's one thing we can both sit here and agree on, and it probably happened at the car show race this past weekend. Yeah. If there's one thing that I feel like it will always be a true fact is that there is going to be somebody at a racetrack that's never pleased. Oh, for sure. On it. And I'm not just talking yeah. about this situation. I'm talking no. about period. And this yeah. is a perfect example. No, why. yeah. There's always yeah. There's always something going on. So. Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, I, I don't, I'm just giving an opinion on it because it's a relevant thing in short track racing right now, and I mean, I've already talked to Landon obviously multiple times, I mean, about it all. So. Yeah, I mean, I know you called me about it, you know, I can speak for the fact that when I ran at South Boston Speedway, back before I started on the Cars Tour, it, that was, it's written. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. uh, if you're a new competitor and coming up there and it's on uh twin weeks or whatever because of the tire deal up there mm-hmm. you got to run tires in on friday or you can do it on saturday yeah but saturday the practices are what they are and they're not going to give you extra time so but you knew that going in yeah. so um i think kevin will probably get it right yeah i, mean, I, I, mean, I truly feel to, like you just have to get it in black and white and it'll solve all these issues yeah i think here moving forward i'd say probably even by next race you'll see something oh, I'm, I'm i feel i feel certain there'll be something or it'll be mentioned in a driver's meeting at the yeah. very least so so yeah, so it's a it's a it's a bad controversy, and obviously Landon's one of my best friends, and and Kevin's someone I respect a lot, and Landon does too, and uh, basically all I'm saying is I, I I hope people can learn to forgive a mistake because I believe it was a mistake, but I do believe he does a lot of good stuff for the racetrack, and I hope that going forward, you know, people don't leave that as a blemish on the racetrack because that thing's bound to happen. You know, we're we're all rednecks here; we're not great on writing and saying stuff every driver's meeting like there's right. gonna be mistakes made so hopefully everybody gives them a chance to to recover a little bit because it's yeah. not a it wasn't a it wasn't a personal choice and at the end know, of the it, day we're not trying to ruffle anybody's feathers or anything but who's to say that it wasn't a complaint from somebody else because oh, i feel pretty sure. i'm sure the points the guys landing's racing for in points are definitely involved yeah. in the one year. i mean he they're, just they're he just in, swept yeah, the first weekend so. yeah in one year somebody's saying hey they can't race. Yeah. You told us we can't, or we would have just parked on lap one. Right. Right? So then Tim's like, well, I guess you're right. I mean, they can't race. So, like, that's kind of what it is. It's mm-hmm. I'm a thousand percent sure that's why it's even an issue, because it would have happened way ahead of time. The reason that they told him so late is because somebody seen Landon gridded, and they were like, no, nah, he don't need a race. He's got fresh tires on. Screw yeah. him. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, I agree with you. 100%. And that's probably what you know. That's another thing people don't realize for sure. So, right. So yeah. That, that, so that's kind of the synopsis on that. But uh, and there's a lot of other shit going on. Bubba Pollard fighting at Pensacola, which is you know not really out of character for Bubba, but uh, fined twenty eight driver and owner points. Is that what it says? Yeah, he was Damn. fined twenty eight driver and owner points. He was given a three thousand dollar fine and placed on probation for Pretty the remainder harsh. of the asa tour this year on the so did anybody ever release a video of the full fight or not i haven't seen full no, all i've, I've seen, seen is, is the video where matt runs up and yeah. Bubba's already laid down yeah and uh they're getting casey's I mean, it looked like he didn't get knocked out he got tackled or something from behind and put i don't know if it was police at that point or what right but, and casey got a pretty good mark on his yeah cheek. Something definitely got him. Yeah. And I'm going to yeah. go all It might have the... been a fingernail. It might have been a fist. It might have been a damn hammer. Who knows? Because yeah. speaking of hammers, uh, several years, what was it? When was that, that, that the hammer deal happened? Uh, a while back, right? Because you yeah. were making a comparison on the fine numbers between 
That and the dirt. Oh, well, I was talking about our, our next topic. Oh, the dirt track. Yeah, yeah. That, the hammer was with the dirt stuff. Oh, well, the, the fire hydrant flew at uh, a car. A car, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what was his name? Uh, Boris, I'm probably going to butcher the last name, but I think it's Jer- Jerkovich. Jerkovich, yeah, I think. Jerkovich, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Boris, he, uh, he, got, he got wrecked and damn got out of the car, went to the cleanup the truck, cleanup truck, grabbed a fire hydrant out and threw it at somebody. Threw it at a car, hit the hell out of it, too. Yeah. He got fined as well. I think it was what was a seven fifty, and then he also had, had to, to replace. He the, had to replace the fire hydrant, which was one hundred and forty five dollars. So yeah. if anybody doesn't know now, you can get a fire hydrant for one hundred and forty five bucks to save you know save your house or something. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so that glad I know that price now. He didn't get fined owner points or anything. Like I don't that. believe so. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. Uh, dirt late model scruffle was pretty wild. So this guy got he threw a hard slider, but didn't make contact. At, at the result of the other guy breaking for him. Right. That guy got mad, sent it in on him, uh, and just lost it when they hit wheels. Yep. And then proceeded to go wreck, uh, what's the name, Ashton Winger? Ashton Winger, yeah. Proceeded three, three to go times. wreck him three times under caution. Yeah. And I guess, did that guy end up winning the race, or did he just end up the one that got wrecked under caution three times? No. he was running like second when they ended yeah, up Yeah, no, I think he ended up. Pulling it off. Or oh, pulling it in. yeah. No, oh, he, yeah. so and then they proceeded to beating the hell out of each other, and uh, a lot of hefty fines to this one. Yep. Uh, so, from my understanding, Winger has been suspended sixty days. I'm not sure if it was anything else beyond that, but I, I was told that. And then Smith for that series has been uh, suspended indefinitely due to his on track. Yeah, action. which is which is fair because yeah. that was some shit. Three times is a little ridiculous. Yeah, I mean he was I, knocking the hell out of him. I mean, I know he completely knocked the body off of his. Yeah, trying to turn winger around or yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Um, so yeah, a lot of crazy shit happened this past weekend in short track racing. I'm sure it's not the end of it. The cars tour is not racing this weekend, but Hickory is not racing this weekend. Uh, South Boston's racing. You said Lee's got a few cars. He's got to go yeah, get going up we've there. We've got uh, two limited running and a late model. So yeah, we've got, so we've got a lot three of cars, cars race. Out so of South Boston's always usually a shit show at the start of the year too. So I'm sure it'll be fun to watch. You can probably watch that on Flow, right? I believe so. I haven't seen anything fully posted yet, but no, I would not sure on that yet. So cannot confirm, but probably can watch it on Flow. I think it was last year. It was, and uh, so I will probably be doing that, but. Also, we potentially have a little date at the cigar bar. Yep. Uh, yep. You know, we might have some cigars late that night. Uh, if everything, and we're all, we might record an episode that evening if, if everything works out. So we're going to crank these things out pretty yeah. good. We're oh, yeah. crank episodes out. It's fun to do. We're going to have a mobile setup. We talked about doing a deal where we do a 20-minute segment or 30-minute or sometimes the whole episode segment at the start of the deal at uh, recording at the hotel. Yep. Or a racetrack or a local bar or whatever works out. Uh, that way we can have, you know, some raw content of us at the track and our expectations going into the race. And that would probably be like Friday night, right? And then Saturday, or the second half of the show would be us covering what happened during the race for us and what happened, uh, you know, between then and, and now. Right. So, so that'll work out cool. Hopefully we can do that somewhere. We, we do have some cool ideas, but there's, uh, there's definitely some other stuff uh we have to talk about and most importantly 
Well, we talked about we did we we told them about getting buffalo tax. Yeah, know, right? but I don't know if we went you know super. Yeah, not real in depth. I believe you. I uh, had a uh, well. At first, I stopped at a liquor store. Right, I stopped at the little shithole liquor store <laughs> not far from the racetrack. If yeah. you've been there, you know what it is. It's a shitty liquor store, and I went there, and they didn't have nothing. It worked out for me that you did that because I told you that there was one there, but I told you I hadn't been to it, and mm-hmm. I had I had intentions of stopping there. Yeah. But, uh, like I said, rain Friday, Diaz told us all to go home. So me, dad, and the wife went to go get some food yeah. and check into the hotel. Because you guys, we, we were all staying in the same hotel, but yeah. you guys had already checked in from testing the night before. Yep. And we found on the old maps one that was different. So we, we set out to old Smithfield. And, uh, you know, something gave me a just a, it was almost like a, a whistle. Yeah. Uh, like a game warden had called and said the old buffalo might be moving. Oh, shit. And uh, sure enough, I walked in, and man, there she sat. They were full rut. I mean, three cases. Wow. I was like, my Three goodness. cases of buffalo trace sitting front and center is a big deal. Well, and the funny thing, uh, well, I guess not really funny. It was almost catastrophic. Mm-hmm. I was checking out at the register. I'd bought something else. They really lost it? And, yeah. Oh, my God. It was sitting there at the end cap, and I'm like, who? Whoa. Damn. So then when you got back, you know, I yeah. knew you uh, we found you didn't ball. really have a lot of wind in your sails, which, I mean, I understand why it was colder <clears> than... Yeah, I sat around all damn day. That We took for... Like, we just... We were just lollygagging, basically. Wasn't, wasn't going very fast and uh, just got out of there kind of late. And I, but about man, two hours later, and I wanted to. As soon as I told you... Yeah, as soon as you told me I had Buffalo... Buffalo were moving and we needed to some, secure some tags. We dropped the yeah, wives off at the did. outlets and off we went. Yep, and then we went back, and Boo Carlisle rode right with us. He did. He went and secured a buffalo himself. He, he got did. him a buffalo. He did. He did. He got a buffalo. It's a Malibu. We all three got buffalo, and that's a successful hunt right there. You don't see that happen very often. No, three filled tags, my Three goodness. filled tags, yeah, and that's the real deal. Buffalo Trace, for those of you, I mean, if you're not a whiskey drinker, it's just real hard to find. Uh, it's real hard to find, especially in our area. North Carolina, it's just like an impossible whiskey to get, and it's very cheap versus the, the taste ratio. Like It's Absolutely. one of the smoothest bourbons out there. And how much was it? I think we paid 28, 30 bucks. Yeah, I mean. it was like 30 bucks, so yeah, that's pretty hard to beat. I mean, we're yeah. talking like it, it it'll rival any top shelf bourbon for sure. I mean, yeah. like you can drink. No, that's the real deal. Absolutely. Uh, and it, you know, Buffalo. We're moving this weekend, so that then that added to the score. Did you ever get the average of the score? I did. So uh, even with my near decibels, so I mean, this is pretty awesome. We came in at the old three for D. Both three of us. Our overalls wow. at the average was three. Average three on three. the dot. Wow. So the average score at Southern National. Southern National's final rating between us two is a three out of five. Three pretty, out of five. That's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, yeah no, that's pretty that's, respectable. Yeah. Yep. 60%. And there was some high scores in there. Like I said, folks, this is the average. So, yeah, pretty cool to come in off first off the bat. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like, there's definitely going to be some tracks underneath that. They're oh, not, yeah. they're not going to finish last. And sure. I think so there's going to be some that we definitely there's going to be some close. On. Yeah, oh yeah, that'll I mean, be good. I Those think, scores I think will be we're probably going to touch on that before we get. On our last topic here. Yeah, Florence could, could. You've talked better about it at the beginning of the show than I've ever heard you say. Well, the, <laughs> I like the racetrack. I love, I've always loved the, I've never raced on it, but I've watched multiple races and I have seen it one time. Well, a few times. So one reason I like it is because I watched my dad win his dash championship there. Oh, see, I did not know And that. I watched him win two or three races there. That's so awesome. like, I and back then that. they ran the top. So I loved Florence back then. I hated the area. We wouldn't stay there, but like, 
I love Florence. Uh, and so, yeah, he won his championship there. And me and him, me, me and dad's driving styles uh, are very similar. So I hope, you know, maybe that'll translate as far as him performing good there. Maybe I'll do the same. But uh, I've also watched, I mean, me and you seem to most of the time be find ourselves near each other. And you run typically very good at Florence. So hopefully that translates to me as well. Yeah. Uh, but so I love the track shape. I just know that I have been there. Those times that I've been there, I have yet to find a decent restaurant. I've yet to find uh, a parking spot without mud in it. Uh, the town is just a seems like a lawless, reckless abandon. Like I don't know, it just seems like a. So there's just some parts of the town you don't feel comfortable in. I mean, there's I'm sure there's several drugs and and oh I'm like it's that I'm area sure. around is rough. But and, there's two things that I told you I got you covered on. What's that? You number said it was one, a cool restaurant, right? yeah, yeah. Number one is the food. It's going to be San Marcos tacos and oh, tequila. Okay, I'm excited about that. And you're going to experience Bucky's. Bucky's? What is that? Is it a bar? It is a gas station on steroids. Oh, Bucky's. Yeah. Bucky's. Okay. All right. I know what you're saying now. Yeah, but is that there's one in Florence? Yes. Really? Yes. That's cool. So I'm at like that. Uh, I'm. At, I mean, I'm excited. You for could Florence. spend an hour. At one point, I'm on the record saying that Florence is the butthole <laughs> of the southeast. And that's just because of how, like, the outer, the, the, the city, like, some of the areas there are just rough. And maybe my dad's cheap ass put us in the wrong hotels growing up, and I'm sure he did. But when I would go stay there, it was just a, it was an area where a lot of times my mom would take me to the gas station or whatever at night. I can tell you this. And it, it was, would be comfortable. It was there. pretty cool uh, last year, and then this year it was only because they changed weekends. But Cameron Hedgecock can attest to this. Last year, uh, the weekend of the icebreaker, so not only you got the hotels right there, which are nice. That yeah. it's right there at San Marcos. Right. There's Chili's, uh, Florence. I mean, there's quite a few. Yeah, a I Waffle guess I House stayed on the wrong part of town, man. But uh, the Rodeo was in town. Really? So old Hedgecock went over there. Him and Boo. Boo went with him. The Rodeo. Yeah. Damn. Where do they do that at? The convention center. It's oh, right there. Really? Yeah. So, it's so nice. That's that's cool. a little happening part of town there. It okay. may technically be classified that area as Timmonsville, South Carolina. Okay. I'm not 100 percent sure is. on that, but I think it is. Uh, probably is. But but you know, I I've, I'm very hopeful going into Florence for sure. I I, I think I'll really enjoy it. So uh, my I goal, love it, but I'm biased because of how I ran there. So yeah. Again, I, my I, goal for Florence is. Uh, Stay on the racetrack on the backstretch. Yeah, that's one of them. But uh, my honestly, honestly, finish the race on the lead lap, keep the car clean. Position wise, I would like to definitely be in the top fifteen. I'll be pretty disappointed outside of that. But I don't want to just hold my expectations totally based on position. Um, I want to base it on how we ran and the decisions that we made throughout the weekend to be better the next time we go there. You know, in the future. So. Uh, I don't have super high expectations, but I do want to go, you know, keep the car clean, make some passes this time, be a little bit more competitive. I feel confident about that racetrack. So, uh, well, see, I'm glad you've like kind of let the cat out of the back here. Cause like now you may have to go in there with the expectation of a dark horse that yeah. I didn't know your dad won there. Yeah, so no, he did. Cool. he did. It's actually really cool. He won, uh, won a couple, won a few yeah. times there and won a championship. Um, uh, so I've watched racing there. I've watched my dad win there. I've, you know, but the only reason I call I don't call the racetrack the butthole of the of the southeast. I call it the town. Yeah. So that's the only issue I have with it. Yeah. So I just remember going from Myrtle Beach, you know, yeah, for the four hundred, and then you go there for the four hundred. Like, what the hell happened? Yeah, you know, it just seemed like not the racetrack. I mean, the facilities aren't great. Yeah, they don't look like, but 
They have made racetrack. Uh, the bathrooms now there are legit. Oh yeah, that's cool. That's good to know. Which I mean, huge props to Steve Zacharias, his wife, uh-huh. uh, they've their done kids. A lot of good work. I mean, they, and their staff. Brian Vals is back over there now. I mean, they've done a fantastic job. Yeah. Uh, and one thing that I love is that speaking back on Myrtle Beach, they definitely brought that vibe with them to Florence of just they want you to be there. They make you feel like they make you feel that way. Yeah. Um, you know, they are always coming around asking if you need anything. And, uh, you know, I think uh, I think they've done a great job with what they've had yeah, to work I, with. I'm excited for it. I, I really am. And I know you are. So, But that is uh, – that's not this weekend. It's next. So yeah. we'll, we'll probably – we'll see what happens. But we're planning on probably rolling another show out before then. Uh, that'd be kind of neat. Yeah. Um, I'm excited because, like I said, I've uh, – last car short race there, I finished second. Yeah. Came about four laps short, or not driving it till I saw the good Lord Jesus Christ in yeah. the last corner trying to run Honeycut down, and yeah, lost ten cars in the process of doing that. But you'll have that. Still held on to second, so uh, and then ran third there to follow that up at the South Carolina Four Hundred. So yeah, yeah, I had a lot of good runs there lately. So yeah. so it'll be uh, definitely exciting for you. It's exciting for me just because I get to check off another new track and and be at a place where I watch my dad's do so good at and travel so. some more. We're getting yeah, out and about. Yeah, getting, getting travel, out getting out the there. Prowl. I don't think Allie's going to be at this one, though. That's right. She's got a wedding, right? Yeah, she's got a wedding. So, Well, there's a chance she might come on the race day, but I don't I don't know. Who knows? Uh, so that that's a little bit of a downside. But I, however, however, will still be at Tacos and Tequila for sure. So that's good food, we'll man. Count, we'll go ahead and count that one in. I'll just join your guys' team. I'm sure Donnie will go. He'll go drink some damn tequila with me that's for sure donnie and brent he'll go dad probably won't he probably won't but he loves tacos could be you know not to shoot for mexican night i yeah. always get the fajitas man they come out scorching too. yeah that sounds good right now we're eating tacos tonight we are we're eating turkey tacos we're healthy tacos tonight yeah, yeah. we're doing pretty good the weight at- loss program has well or i guess you could call it maintenance yeah started yeah we dang sure did not sweat at kenley it was cold yeah all right well i think uh I think that pretty much covers everything for this one, right? Don't you think? Have we missed so. anything? Yeah, I, don't I think, think so. we pretty much got it all. We uh, we try to we try to have a little bit of a of a time limit, I guess. Uh, try to shoot for an hour. We're just over an hour now, so I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. Uh, I think one thing we can uh, backtrack on is a uh, shout out to Keeley and everybody else with the tour. Oh, yeah. And uh, that went great. It went great, and also to K One Race Gear, we got some. Oh yeah, some gloves. We got uh, nice gloves. Now. gloves so. Blue gloves. Yeah. We got blue touring twelve gloves. They're super comfortable. I, I I put them on as soon as I got them and knew they were more comfortable than what I had. So I'm excited for uh, for those, and hopefully I'll keep doing some business with those later on. Yeah. That'd be that'd be nice. Uh, so. So yeah, that pretty much uh, that pretty much covers our show for today. Um, this should be uploading on Thursday. Yep. So I hope you guys had a good Thursday whenever, or you have a good Thursday Let's whenever see you're if listening I don't to this. Drop the ball on this. We're going to be on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Yep, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and then uh, I think Google Podcasts. But Apple and Spotify is like ninety five percent of the world. I think on podcasts <laughs> for the most part, especially right. in our in our demographics. So Spotify. Apple, if I'm if we're missing any, and you guys would like to see more of them, I mean, I can I'm gonna put them out to most. But if there's one that you guys would like to see it go to, let me know. Other than Facebook, to hell with Facebook. <laughs> I ain't messing with Facebook. I ain't making no Facebook page or nothing like that. Uh, but YouTube, Twitter, 
that stuff will probably all be on Forward Drive's page. Like I, I more than likely, I mean, we don't really have to make a podcast page yeah. per se. We can pretty going to be on Forward Drive. Drive Creatives page. Uh, we appreciate everyone uh, for listening to this. Please leave us a rating. Um, it really helps you jump the list on podcasts. So down here below uh, where the show is, go leave us a five star rating and a little review, and tell us how much faster it made you in a race car uh, once you listen to this show, um, or how much more bricked up you were every time we talked about the sheer speed getting into their corner. You know, just something like that. Give us, give us, give us some stupid reviews, but they're funny and they're good because that always does good. So. Same with Spotify. Give us good ratings, all that good stuff. YouTube, like it. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. And we'll be back here after Florence. Hopefully you guys see some of us at Florence, obviously, on social media. So we'll be talking to you before then. But uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in and following us through this offseason, getting us through the first race. And uh, we're going to go up there and eat tacos. And I'm sure we'll be uh, talking to you guys on social media here over the next week as this show comes out. We hope you enjoyed it. We had fun. We did. Well, we'll be seeing you guys later.